0: It's time to talk about ivermectin. It's time to give the people listening to this show the real scoop. We've been in COVID for, what, two years, it feels like, maybe more. And during this time, the media has constantly shut down what we call the people's medicine, which are various COVID cures sourced directly from people that would know, such as farmers, Mm -hmm. uh, disgraced doctors, Mm -hmm. uh, ex-lawyers, and there's a reason. That's right. And here's the thing: these treatments work, and you can't have COVID end too early because uh, it's actually good for the government to shut the economy down. Famously, they uh, love that. Yeah, like every that.
1: every like six months or so, just like, hey, let's let's take a break, let's, let's <laughs> ease up on this one. Yeah,
0: it really does good for them. So yeah. you'll remember they were completely critical of hydroxychloroquine, which yeah. feels like a year ago. That was the big thing with Doctor Stella Emanuel. I've never that was a year her. ago,
1: wasn't it? And in
0: that time, there's been many other attempts to find some kind of magic bullet, magic cure for COVID-19. But the newest craze that's sweeping the nation is, in fact, a dose of horse medication. Uh We're talking all about ivermectin. Now, the official description of ivermectin is that it's used (laughs) to treat certain parasitic roundworm infections. Traditionally, uh, this has been given to horses in a paste form, but there is an oral medication you can take... You, it actually is, some of it is fit for human consumption, but you have to be yeah. prescribed a very specific kind. And the only way to get that is with doctor, you know, <laughs> permission. And uh-huh, uh-huh. no doctors have ever prescribed ivermectin to treat COVID 19, which right. means the brand of ivermectin that's being picked up by the people looking to solve things through the use of their own medicine. Is in fact the kind of ivermectin that is used to treat various parasitic infections in horses.
1: So, wait, there's um, a, there's I guess I guess uh, we really do need a horse loose in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Walking right. Who invited okay. this
0: guy back? Uh, All right, I'm sorry. But yes, so <laughs> ivermectin, which can be consumed in either the oral form, but more often than not, the paste form. Has been having some unintended consequences. The number one, one, the number one consequence being it's giving people insane shits. And as someone who is a master of taking big, fat, massive shits, uh, it's it's a bit like watching baseball in the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is so fucked up.
1: They just—it's not within the spirit <laughs> of the game, really. No, it's like. How are the how am I supposed to
0: compete with these people that are eating horse paste and then shitting out quite literally parts of their
2: intestines? Yeah. So the, this, the, It's the just the not, interesting it's thing not natural. About, the interesting thing about the dosing is that uh, one tube of the paste is actually like 40 tablets that yeah. would normally be given to humans. Yeah. And people are just like rubbing this shit all over their body or like mixing it with water and drinking it Which or is, injecting it. Oh, yeah. The injecting is so sick. And a lot of this is like
0: some of this is funny, but it's also like, yeah, these are desperate people. But a lot of the people that are doing this are like right wing hacks and like grifters. So it's funny when they get sick. So I've got two posts here that I think illustrate the dichotomy of ivermectin use. One which comes from the People's Medicine Facebook group. Uh, And it says the following, stupid question, but why do they put all those things inside the feed stores about how ivermectin can kill humans? Is this a good ivermectin? And it's a picture of the one that's used (laughs) for livestock. Uh, Yes. And it's like, yeah, gee, I wonder why. And then the post that illustrates the much scarier side of this, also from the people's medicine, how much ivermectin for children under 10 year old? Oof. And the correct answer is none. If you're listening to this... Please do not give your children ivermectin. If you are incredibly stupid and you want to try ivermectin, you know what? We've already warned you against it. There's no stopping you. But just do me a favor and don't send me a Snapchat of the dumps you take. Because you're just going to make me feel bad. (laughs) Yeah,
1: just inadequate, you know? Yeah. It's
0: like I've been out here uh, doing it au naturel
2: for 27 years. I'm
1: tired of this shit.
2: There's a really weird history with, uh, like, evangelicals taking... Uh, veterinary medication instead of like human medication. I don't, I haven't looked too much into it, but it's definitely happened in the past and seems to be the case a lot of the time. They're like, this is the people's medicine.
1: Hi there, folks. Welcome to the Late Late Capitalism Show. Uh, I am your returning host, Dean. going to let you know that there will be swears here. Uh, and with me also...
3: It's Megan. Again, hooray. hooray. And then uh,
1: Chance and Jesse are also here. Uh,
3: yeah, it's, who cares? It's yeah.
0: good Megan's back. She has vowed to do one silly voice per episode. <laughs> That's it's right. Actually, <laughs> it's in her revamped contract <laughs> that I myself wrote. <laughs> In Crayon. <Sorry>. <laughs> That's right. Megan, you have your quota. You know what you have to do.
1: Uh folks, it's been a great few months of self-discovery and adventure for us. Uh, but now Megan and I are back on the pod officially, again, very excited. We both learned and grown a lot, and now we're here to share our knowledge with you. Uh, For example, uh, Megan has created a complete inventory of every whimsical, oversized Muskoka chair in the country uh, and uh, has begun to write a thesis regarding Canada's psychological need for a big guy to step on them. Uh, I myself (laughs) have discovered uh, many of this great country's flora uh, give you horrific diarrhea after brewing dozens of teas trying to invent what I call ayahuasca too. <laughs> yeah you put some old guy's toe in it too it very That's strange right. <laughs> uh regretfully uh however uh, our absence has caused sort of a balance shift in the extended extended llcs podcast universe uh and now uh as far as I can tell everyone is getting mad at us all the time uh so <laughs> without uh Megan's uh how do you say chaotic vagina energy oh my lord. Uh, the facts and logic <laughs> that my boys were spitting while she was gone was just too uh. much for basically all of you, our our dedicated listeners. Uh, so as such, uh, Megan will formally apologize to everyone who has complained about Jesse and uh, Jesse and Chance in the last three months. It's you, mostly me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so I, I have this list here. I was provided uh, just as a as a you know. Don't judge me for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, it says, I'm Megan, do humbly regret every statement made on this podcast in my absence, which I take full responsibility for. Okay. I hope each of the following groups can find it in their hearts to forgive me. Are we ready, everybody?
2: Oh, God, yeah.
3: <laughs> Drama teachers. Former FLQ members, <laughs> orthonologists, new metal enthusiasts, small business owners, dogs <laughs> smaller than a microwave, anyone with an above ground swimming pool, children born in wedlock, uh, <laughs> Dickensian orphans, <Dickensian>. volsails, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Sam Oosterhoff, <laughs> Serbians, Albanians, Croatians, the rest of the Balkans, geriatric millennials, guys who get their girlfriends <laughs> to roll their joints for them, girls with eyes with their name <laughs> instead of Ys, Patton Oswald. Uh, the pedophilic New York finance elite, the rat king, mm. serial monogamous, dandies, sugar daddies, <laughs> tradcasts, mole people. Oh, that one's in there twice. Uh, the pedophilic UK boarding school elite, <laughs> TikTok baby witches, anarcho-capitalists, Rick and Morty fans, and people who make annoying joke lists that go on far too long. Oh, thank thank you. you for that, And Megan. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you know what would really drive the point home, Megan? If you ended it off with that trademark silly voice of yours. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's a, it has to come out naturally. You can't just ask <laughs> me to do a silly voice. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I guess we have pissed some people off in your absence. But I would like to say that that's because our truth was inconvenient for people.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. But now, like, we set the record straight uh, and now, again, we have Megan back, so no one can ever be mad or complain again.
3: That's, That's true. true.
1: You're right. So next Chance, time you s- want to DM our Instagram or tweet at us or...
3: Or find our personal Facebook. Y- yeah, and or,
1: or, or send uh, a cut-and-paste uh, ransom note through my mail slot. Just remember this. See, it's very empowering because no one will ever say anything to me
0: because they... Know that I do not care. So
2: this is pretty <laughs> that's sweet to me.
0: I get to throw the grenade behind me when I leave. I don't <laughs> I don't deal with any of the cleanup or the explosion.
3: Jesse literally responds lol yeah to everything.
4: So.
0: <laughs> or it's like I'll send them a very like deep fried SpongeBob meme and be like, that's right. This is exactly so how Chad, I feel. Though. Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time. Going through uh, Dissociative Identity Disorder TikTok and having a wonderful time, such as the post. (laughs) Guys, I think I have DID. All my alters are POC, but I'm white. All my alters have the urge to say racial slurs and I can't stop them. What can I do? Mm. (laughs) That's awesome. With some hashtags as BTS, K-pop,
1: LGBTQ, and K-pop. <laughs> oh my for God, your, what for slurs you page. are they
3: trying to say?
1: Yeah, like you know, try I might, I like, and I have tried. I can't think of any Korean slurs. Oh, yeah, they're out
2: okay. there. They're They exist. <laughs> We're not <laughs> listing them off here. No, but
0: that's oh. uh, that's been my main development. I've had a great time doing that. Uh, and, but apparently, there's been more election stuff going on
1: yeah i was gonna say we had a a blissful few months uh where we weren't on twitter uh and it was a blast but now we come back and apparently uh there's an election crazy I've, i've i've heard of these things before i'm not quite sure what's going on though
3: yeah, this is our. Uh, yeah, you're annual. probably too young
1: to remember the last one, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
3: right. Every six months, we it's like the the meme of honey. It's time for your whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Canadian <laughs> population. Yeah.
1: It's time for your v- uh, vote for Trudeau. Yes, honey. Yeah, uh, or maybe not.
4: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm
3: excited. We have lots yeah. of news.
0: We strike again. We do literally days after being like, "Seems like the
2: conservatives are going to blow this again." Uh, that <laughs> appears not to be the case. Yeah, We're really so. good at this. Me and me and Jesse have been on a win streak this whole time. Um, <laughs> For the record, we, I called this in the group chat, but you did. You did. But uh, me and Jesse on the show, since you guys have left, have made predictions that have gone completely
1: awry multiple times. <laughs> so, well, like um, you know, if you're wrong you every single bring... time that like you're yeah. still right in a way, because people should just listen to the opposite the of opposite, what you say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, we're like the, the the bizarro Nostradamus.
1: That's right. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Megan, can you like walk us through what's yeah, been going on this week?
3: Polling numbers here. So this is mostly from yesterday, the day before. Um, so around like the 30th of August. So the conservatives are doing better and better as Aaron O'Toole gains popularity in leadership polls. CTV Research claims uh, this is possibly because of his pro-choice and mental health funding views He's he's,
1: targeting the mentally ill bisexual market.
3: Yes, he uh, is essentially going for a fiscally conservative, socially liberal sort of path, which is what like 90% of all Canadians describe themselves as. So it's probably going to work, unfortunately, despite that not being real. Um, (laughs) The Conservatives also have a better distribution of votes this time. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the last election, they won the popular vote. They just don't get enough seats because all their votes... Or in Alberta and Saskatchewan. But
4: you
3: Mm -hmm. know, they're getting Toronto on board this time, I guess. Um, so earlier polling was showing him as not a popular leadership choice. Um back when I guess they were just making really stupid videos of him pointing at like uh porta parties and 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 editing all his muscles to make him (laughs) seem ripped. But (laughs) the more he talks, the more people like him, unfortunately. Um, But because of as sorry, as of yesterday, he's at twenty seven point nine percent up from twenty four percent. And Trudeau has slid from thirty two point seven percent to thirty point four percent from a CTV poll. Uh, The liberals are still favored to win the most seats, um, although it's currently declining and there's still a few weeks left. So who knows? Um, NDP is staying Steady, the conservatives are increasing, and the Green and block are doing worse than last election. That's from a CBC poll. It's sort of hard to banish that. I know. (laughs) Yeah, for the Greens especially. And then in terms of likability, Singh has the best ratings. Trudeau is losing popularity, and Trudeau is also the only one that's rated, like, more negatively over... Um, oh. favorably a lot of people oh. when they answer likability polls they just say i don't know um but trudeau has a lot of haters <laughs> um and <laughs> all of the other four have really bad scores um this was four days ago though so o'toole might be increasing as the general support for the party increases um yeah i have some stuff on the greens as well if you guys want me to go yeah, into yeah yeah let's let,
1: like we're gonna go through all of the parties individually and see what they've been up to yeah, uh, yeah. So and I you, miss the Green Party.
3: I know. Yeah, Well, everyone's a, missing them because they're not here. Yeah, they're not I, really I doing haven't anything. caught up
1: on one piece. I'm not sure what's going on.
2: Uh, <laughs> Me and Jesse were just talking about like there, there was that cringe quote from Anime Paul's uh, like politis. Uh, uh, what is it? What is it called? Publicist. Oh, Where yeah. He was like, I'm going to to unite uh, Antifa and Zionists. Oh, yeah, that was
3: one of her aides. That was <laughs> sort of like the catalyst for her downfall which is hilarious that this one guy like ruined her life but it is yeah. very funny um so basically this uh election campaign uh the greens are not campaigning at this point um i was looking uh yesterday for the date of august 30th in the where the leaders are today article on cbc which they put out every day it listed her as off the campaign trail in private meetings all day right in the middle of the election so that's cool um they're actually not running a national campaign this year. They have claimed that the funds for this did not materialize. Um, anime is focused on winning her own seat in Toronto, and they are currently projected to win around one seat. But <sighs> I don't think it's their, hers. I think it's no. probably Elizabeth May's so that they're. <laughs> um,
2: right, yeah. More yeah. like is they She's still about- in the
1: game? She's just not a
2: leader anymore?
3: Yeah, she's just running. And oh. then um, one They've of been the talking other about guys. so too. funny.
2: They've been talking about Anime having a, a really difficult time uh securing her seat for a long time actually
3: yeah this is her third time running there and she's probably (laughs) not gonna win but we'll see it's toronto central so there's a lot of people that live there but um there's also a lot of people that don't vote for the greens because no one votes for the greens um in (laughs) terms of the funding not materializing i wanted to look into this because of all the drama that was happening with the party after she was elected leader so just quick rundown she was elected leader um The Green Party is supposed to be pro-Palestine based on members voting. She is Jewish and she's um, pro-Israel. One of her aides made a comment about how, as you were saying, Chance, like, this party is going to become Zionist, like just you wait. And then That's everyone awesome. was like, you need to denounce him. And she was like, no. And then one of the members of the green party of which there is only three in the house of commons left to the liberals. And that was the first green party member ever elected in the maritime. So big loss. So then the, um, uh, the governing council of the green party attempted to oust her as leader and strip her over her membership, Um, which, (laughs) LOL. um, I just imagine,
1: like, May sitting back and cackling.
3: I know. Oh, yeah,
2: 100%.
3: So they tried to put forward a non-confidence vote. Paul appealed to an arbitrator to stop it. And then senior party officials, in response, launched a legal challenge the bills from this legal challenge are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, which the Green <laughs> Party has to pay, obviously. So that's why they don't have any funding to run a campaign this year <laughs> they to at pay all. Mm-hmm. Money. because they're literally just fighting. It ended up being that the uh, National Council was reelected this month with more Paul supporters. So the issues have quieted um, within the Green Party. But now they're just completely out of money. So. They can't run anywhere. Um, I've been deleting all the emails they sent me, so I really have no idea what's going on with them. But there is no Green Party member running in my riding that I can vote in or for Kingston and the islands. There's honestly barely any of them like from their website. It seems like there's like maybe 40 people, um, 40 different ridings running out of the like hundred and whatever we have. Um, there is one for Lenark Front at Kingston um so wow. like the West End but yeah there's none for downtown and none of them are expected to win so
4: yeah,
1: Sad extremely for the funny <laughs> uh like the thing that, like Paul missteps here because she thinks that she's leader and she can sort of just like swing her dick around uh, mm. and you know like do like t- take a uh, leaf from the Joe Biden playbook of just I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> but the the problem is that when you're the Greens, there's only like 50 people who really give a shit about you. Uh, so if you piss them off, you're dead.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's exactly what happened, which is extremely funny. Uh, no, yeah. And why you should have voted for Dimitri you yeah. fucking assholes. But
2: or or even uh, Miriam Haddad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, MP. it's uh
2: they definitely had a, a
1: significant fall from grace. Oh yeah. yeah. And again, grace for them was three seats. <laughs> I know, and this this was all yeah.
3: literally right before the election was called. So it was yeah. sort of the worst timing ever. So they are just fucked now, unfortunately, for them. Yeah, but. definitely. Oh, oh, so 100%. Funny.
2: you know what the, you know what it's like? It's it's embarrassing like um May doing that. Uh, comedy sketch where she was loaded. You guys yeah. remember that? <laughs> That's awesome.
4: No.
2: I, yeah. I introduced Jesse to it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Dean remembers it, right? Uh, no,
1: I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. There
2: was like a there was like a governor's ball or whatever the fuck people do that are rich and uh, everyone was supposed to like roast each other and apparently she went way too p- far. <laughs> and when, when they released like Omar Cotter, she uh, played the song Welcome Back Cotter from the, the TV show. Oh, and, uh, okay. yeah. oh, yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> for the record, we, we believe in Omar Cotter and support everything he did, both pre-arrest and post-arrest. <laughs> exactly. It's just uh, not a good look for a really drunk white woman at uh, a place where it's only politicians. And they they try to rip her from the mic. And there's images of her getting ripped away from her. Yeah, they, That's they, have, cool. they have the big cane to put around her neck. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, People were throwing rotten tomatoes. It was crazy.
3: Yeah, apparently Paul didn't put May or Manly as the other big green guy on her shadow cabinet. And then they got really pissed off and like are not supporting yeah. her at all now. And then in an interview, they were trying to like ask them about good qualities of her and they couldn't really think of anything. <laughs> it's so like, funny. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, like the whole point of using anime was that it was the only person that would possibly give May like a career still Mm -mm. right and like a pay raise whereas everyone else was like fuck this we're
1: completely revamping the party Um, which you need to do when you're dead in the water yeah when you haven't like gained any seats in like god knows how many years
2: yeah no it's a shame i don't are they getting invited to uh the debates at all? Like yeah, the they are.
3: Um, so I think they're hoping that they can spin it around now. Yeah. But like they, they, there's just treat. no one to even vote for. Like, They don't have candidates, so it's not like they can actually do anything. But I think she's hoping with the debate to just win her own riding is the yeah. gist. Because that's the only place she has money to actually campaign in.
0: They also aren't invited to the cookout, in case you're curious. I've go, gone <laughs> ahead and revoked their cookout <laughs> privileges. <laughs> <laughs> Got them.
3: The T P C is not invited to the uh, uh debates though so no but they are invited to the cookout it's a bit of a strange (laughs) it's a strange (laughs)
0: dichotomy at
2: play (laughs) i saw one of their candidate candidates is putting up posters i don't know this could have been fake but is putting up posters of uh it's okay to be white
3: (laughs) oh my god yeah i wouldn't put it past them (laughs) Uh, chance are you
0: saying that it's not are you trying to do racism against uh,
2: white people in the ppc well well, let me step back here uh i think it's personally okay to be white
4: okay Mm. Okay. But
0: I I don't you just have to, to be move
2: somewhere else.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. You have to you have to move to a white only enclave which is in uh, uh Where were, were gonna, white We're going to Ireland. Yeah.
1: White you people to, were made in a lab.
0: Yeah. So you you've got to you've
2: got to move to
1: like yeah, by Silicon
2: Valley. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're moving them all to California. That Wait, honest No.
0: No, no they were first there either. There. Yeah. God
3: uh Yeah. Ireland.
0: It. Uh, Wales, Wales, definitely Wales. Definitely Wales. Wales. Wales, Wales would take them with open arms. Yeah, they can join the Welsh Liberation Front. People and open will mounts. finally
3: outnumber sheep if we all move to Wales.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. We need the army to
0: take over the United Kingdom
3: <laughs>
2: and um, set things right. Do we have anything on the PPC? Has anyone
1: donated? Any no, to no we, who cares? We They're talk real. about this guy <laughs> so much. We talk about all of their members every week. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's honestly. true. My They're friends are losers. There My right, friend's like aunt is the person running.
2: <laughs> no
0: way. <laughs> yeah, it is her. Like, it's confirmed. The like, Kingston candidate, oh, no. I know, like, her family member quite well. And he's, like, very embarrassed by her.
2: Uh, that's understandable. <laughs> it's like a public cue mom. I asked him. I was like, you got to vote for her? He's like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> <was> like, okay. <laughs> that's so right good, on. I it- Oh, a little bit of family drama there. If you want some of the PPC,
0: these are what's on their website. So they believe in equalization, which is fairness for all provinces. So, you know, Alberta oil. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, A COVID policy that is a rational approach that respects our rights and freedoms. So no vaccine passport.
3: Isn't equalization what Alberta is mad at because their money gets given to other provinces? So then the PPC is saying we're going to keep doing that. But don't worry, that's actually pro Alberta. I do yeah, like, like that, just pretending.
0: They're taking the term. No, they're, they're taking the term of equalization, but they just mean Alberta's going to get more money because it's their oil.
3: What, they yeah, just want
0: gonna...
1: every province to have an equal number of people in it. So they're going to, like, sort of force uh, great swaths of Scarborough to move to, I, I don't know, Kimberley, Saskatchewan. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. In could terms you, of health
1: care, could you say the
2: PPC is actually uh, trying to redistribute the wealth of mm-hmm. Canada?
0: Yeah. Oh, they also believe hmm. in privatizing health care and on their global warming and environment section, quote, rejecting alarmism and focusing on concrete improvements.
1: Mm. Okay. Which concrete. is encouraging. Right. More yeah. concrete. Yeah, which is just more concrete. That's right. <laughs>
0: uh, they believe in ending official multiculturalism and preserving Canadian values and culture, which ah. that's yeah. a pretty heavy dog whistle there. Very nice. That is uh, very
1: uh, are Like, Tim, uh, like, <laughs> Canadian culture being going to Tim's and getting drunk in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also ending
0: open border policies and, quote, prioritizing persecuted groups. So, you know, it's the white South African farmers that are going to get the first dibs <laughs> to come to Canada. Yeah, That's famously, right. mm-hmm. our
3: border is super open, really easy to yep. get here. It doesn't take 15 plus years uh, or anything like that. Cool. Megan,
0: on that note, they're also going to reduce overall levels of immigration and, quote, prioritize skilled immigrants. Yeah, Mm. we don't already
3: do that. Scaled immigrants?
1: All right. They're bringing more lizard people in. Yeah, this is (laughs) making sense now.
0: Uh, They believe in getting rid of interprovincial trade barriers, which I don't know. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) What
3: are those? No one cares. (laughs) Anyone who cares
1: about that is a loser. Just Uh, automatically check out. And and then essentially respecting legal firearm owners and targeting criminals. Literally, they plan on doing the Duterte style (laughs) blood war in the streets. (laughs) <laughs> love that the thing that I the problem that I've had about criminals recently is that they're not persecuted for their crimes yeah, yeah they should make crime illegal yeah if if only crime like we just made it so people wouldn't weren't allowed to do it anymore and yeah, those of you that are genius. online
0: well remember that was a Ben Shapiro argument just about a month <laughs> and a half back that I need to do more to make crime illegal yeah we need to normalize and start the conversation on mental health
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's
3: happening with the PPC supporters and the liberals, Steen? What's up with that?
1: Right. Okay. so, folks, um, it goes without saying, but my man Trudeau uh, has shit the goddamn bed uh, yet again. Um, I just don't understand why he called this election. I've been trying to think my way through it. But, like, he he's just done like it could be down to the fact that, like, again based on the data you have and the a- anecdotal evidence that we get, uh, garnered as we traveled across the country where there's not a single person that we encountered who had a single nice thing to say about Trudeau. How many dozens of fuck Trudeau signs in Alberta but also BC, yeah. the Yukon like everywhere uh, like he's just despised by whole like swaths of this nation and mm. um, and I think this is perfectly exemplified by all of the protests that have been happening. Have you folks been following this? Uh, I've
0: seen a, a few. little bit of it. There but. was actually a very small one in Kingston. And by very small, I mean exactly two people. And I saw it this weekend in front of the, I thought this was quite appropriate, Chumley's near the mall. <laughs> <laughs> there <was laughs> a man and a woman, I presume husband and wife. They were holding, one was a sign and one was a flag. The flag was the Canadian flag that they were holding upside down, you know, to signal. Wow. That that's there was It's a country in distress. Actually. And the sign said, Trudeau, corrupt, incompetent, tyrannical. And I went, I don't know. You could be two of those three things, but you can't really be incompetent and tyrannical. You know that you can't effectively
1: yeah. be yeah, how are, a, a tyrant who, like, you know, uh, misspeaks when he orders people executed. I'm not quite sure what they but mean. I, <laughs> I saw
0: them as I was going into the right hand lane and I rolled down the window and I like beckoned them over and the guy walked over and I just like stuck out my finger and just pointed at him and started laughing as I drove away.
4: <laughs> awesome. They just want the
3: employees of Chumley to know. They just want yeah, the Chumley's dudes to agree with them. That's why they were there. So thank that's you to really those cool. people leaders, for listening.
2: Chumley employees. Yeah. Trudeau but, has made this DVD copy of Pitch Perfect too <laughs> expensive. <laughs>
1: But uh, a lot of uh, Tr- Trudeau's actual like stump speeches and campaign events have been disrupted by protesters over the last week and a bit, like over the weekend and then going into this week. I saw one uh, in B.C. that a friend of mine who works for the Liberal Party out there was like posting about. And it was like like a like hundred people showed
2: up. Yeah. 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 And they're like,
3: like screaming. They're so they're really yeah. Loud.
1: And again, they've got like. Like, they're screaming all sorts of stuff that, like, normally we have to cut from our podcast, <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're just allowed to say it and no one gives them trouble. Uh, but, yeah, like, a lot of fuck Trudeau signs, a lot of death threats, uh, mm-hmm. like, lockdowns help no one, liberals are ruining the country, you know. Basic, like, a typical, like, anti-mask demonstration, but, like, the difference being that this time they have an actual target, which is the Prime minister speaking <laughs> event. Yeah. Um, right. And like obviously I don't agree with these people's politics but I think we can all agree that shouting down the prime minister as he's trying to stump is extreme extremely based and cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh but... the the problem that Justin's facing here is that he's been prime minister for almost 6 years. We've been through two elections with him. Uh and all we have to show for it is like wh- what like legal weed which was going to happen regardless. Uh like he's hated by young people for doing blackface 10,000 times. He's hated mm-hmm. by old people because he marches in pride parades, I guess. Like, it's like, when you base your entire political persona around identity politics and have, like, no actual programs or anything to show for it, how how do you win the snap election?
3: There's a lady cabinet, duh. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's I still 2015. Yeah.
1: A- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it just... Boggles my mind. Like the only re- reason I can think, like why he called this election is that he a thought like he could w- ride like a wave of goodwill from the pandemic and like his yeah he thinks it's like not- a
3: war. Like COVID is like a war, so he'll <laughs> yeah. be seen as like a crisis popular guy. But it's not like a war, and that no one thinks it's actually happening. and exactly. Everyone hates him. So. Yeah, cool. which is
1: yeah he's a moron. But like the only other thing I can think is that like. Especially when you look, like, I I skimmed through, like, the liberal policies and their platform. Like, everything that they're talking about, they could have easily passed with their minority government that they have right now. So, Mm -hmm. all I can think is, there was some pocket policy or things that he wanted to do that uh, he hasn't been talking about. Uh, Maybe he wants to make blackface mandatory or something. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) Like, but... He There must have been something that he wanted that he needed a majority to get that he wasn't talking about. And now he's uh, probably regretting that. Um, well, he, he
0: doesn't care. He truly doesn't care. His life has always been charmed and always will be charmed for the rest of it. That <laughs> yeah, is do that you
3: I think like this might have been. Loses, he's just going to be like, oh, well. <laughs> this yeah, might so have sad. been
2: an elaborate
1: escape plan.
3: Yeah, honestly.
1: That's true. Yeah, once <laughs> he loses, get me the so, fuck out like, of office. I don't know. He'll be doing spots on, like, CBC cop shows or something. <laughs> to say. He'll do a
2: podcast with Barack Obama. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Well, no, like, what? So Obama has the Springsteen podcast. What is Trudeau's? Like, who, well, yeah, he would have done in? Gord,
3: but now, alas. So. Don
1: Cherry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would help to unify a broken country.
3: <laughs> it's
0: the
2: Trudeau yeah. Cherry Hour. <laughs> Call it Poppin'
1: Cherries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't know, I don't know what his his plan was overall. Um, but it is kind of scary to think about it when you say it like that. Like it might, it mm-hmm. might have been something that they think the NDP wouldn't have given them given them support on, right?
1: Yeah, and like, I God only knows it was probably well, it wasn't even anything juicy or fun. It was probably just you know another not even bailout, just like doling out to large mining corporations yeah 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 i maybe like oh he wanted to uh, uh have his whole family be co-prime minister with him or something just to <laughs> say more more resource extraction or
3: whatever yeah. there's not enough mining companies we exactly at least well, 50 more
2: we need a queer uh safe space mining company
0: that's mm. that's yeah. gonna be how we disrupt this and, and it will gonna be, be around- called
2: uh it'll be called queer miners for trudeau that's right. Mm. And yeah. it... <laughs> queer minors. Uh-oh. <laughs> queer minors. Uh-oh, careful. Yeah. What? Wait a minute here. What? <laughs> what? That's... Come on. Guy's got your mind... Your mind in, in the gutter. But
0: yeah. it's uh, it's amazing how he's <laughs>
2: fucked this up.
0: He might have actually <laughs> fucked this up more than Andrew Shear fucked up losing to him in 2019.
1: Yeah. Which, I, to reiterate, it was such was a election.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's Sheer.
1: I know. That it just goes to show... Uh, how, you know, completely useless Shear is, I guess. But man, Andrew Shear lost in the
0: wake of what was you mentioned identity politics, being Trudeau's like only real semblance of political identity. And guess what? He lost the higher ground on that when it was revealed that he <laughs> in multiple occasions did blackface. Exactly. And
2: Andrew Shear still <laughs> lost. Yeah, so then, yeah. The black community want- kind of liked it.
3: Oh, yeah, according to the liberal MP. I, mean, I, I kind
2: of liked it. It
0: makes I it did
3: more
1: vote relatable.
0: For him. <laughs> yeah, I did vote yeah. for him after the blackface photos came out, 100%. I,
1: yeah, I've, I actually voted four or five times. Wait, got that. <laughs> <laughs> so what is happening with the conservatives? Does anyone have... I For me, I want to end on the conservatives because they're going to win the election. So, you know, save the best for last. Can we jump to the NDP, Jesse? Yeah, the NDP... <laughs> Is doing
0: like they did in 2019 and actually offering, you know, a nice suite of things in their platform. Uh, one of the ones that obviously resonated with me and I'm sure a lot of our listeners is they're talking about a student debt erasure program. But it's only for about twenty thousand dollars, which isn't really all that much. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's better yeah. than what you're going to get from anybody else. But that's not student debt erasure. That's student debt forgiveness to an extent Mm. and that's only if you got it done through the government i'm pretty sure if you have private financial loans like i do they're not going to touch those yeah it doesn't Mm. matter so it's like you're still not they're still not committing whole hog to the things they need to offer maybe it's for this fear of how are you going to pay for it as if finances has ever mattered in passing any kind of government
2: legislature like, like, it should be it money should be is like fucking a, fake. We can just it make should more be a it a backlogged tuition rebate where like if you pull out like your tuition receipts from I don't know, between now and like nineteen fifty, mm-hmm. all of it gets paid off. You get you get money. I like, that.
1: that would maybe stop like an amount of people saying, like, oh, like it's not fair that I had to pay my loan. So like you these kids have to pay like 20 times what i paid in the 60s <laughs> yeah yeah, it's like, yeah okay well grandpa here's five hundred dollars yeah yeah so, got, buy yourself a new car to die in or something so the
0: <laughs> nice thing with the ndp is they actually are like campaigning on total for real universal health care comprising of course prescription drug coverage that's the main thing that they've been hitting on right now mm-hmm. but Within that as well, you know that it's going to be expanded to provide a greater slate of health care options, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of what else they talk about is expanding the affordable housing market, which is also obviously something that is extremely necessary. So if there is good stuff in the NDP's platform, and Jagmeet Singh is by far the most well-liked of the leaders, certainly amongst young voters, but they've also made it more difficult than ever to vote For a young voter in the sense that they've removed polling places from universities, which seems like a very targeted thing
1: to me. The reason that uh, Elections Canada uh, stopped that they cited the fact that there was a minority government. And because of that, along with the pandemic, they were unable to open up polls on campuses, which like, you know. Uh, a lot of people were like hesitant to call this like, oh, like Elections Canada is like doing partisan politics. I think they totally are. I think like it was, goes without saying, like, there's no other reason to not also, have polling on campus. If you're not certain that you can run this election
0: safely, why are we having this election? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I think yeah, also true. the Yeah, announcement? if it's not
1: safe for like, like, you know, 20 year old kids who like are the healthiest in the population, how is it safe for the senior homes? Exactly. And they're also having an incredibly difficult
0: time finding anybody who wants to work these polling stations for that exact same reason. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, people showing up to vote PPC are going to have their fucking disgusting pig noses out. And they're going to be breathing like a pug and just spreading. Uh, oh, like shit. I never even thought about that. Delta mm-hmm. antigens. I want to work it just so I can tell people to put a mask on and then they let me beat, the, beat them to death. That would be ideal. Are they, are they allowed
2: to restrict people from voting, though, if they aren't wearing a mask? You'd have to. Like, you would literally have to because it's a
0: public health and safety thing. And you can tell them, like, oh, vote through the mail. But it's. It's horrible, and I think even calling this election has hurt Trudeau even more, because people are like, fuck off.
1: You fucking yeah, suck, yeah. Him, dude. Yeah, what, what a complete moron. But, like, another hurdle that I think the NDP are facing down is, the, well, the same hurdle that they face every single election, which is the conservatives start to gain ground, and then the liberals are like, okay, I'm sorry, but we can't afford to vote NDP. We need you over on our side. That way we can, you know, stop the liberal, the the conservatives from winning. Like, don't isn't right. We're all, both on the same side here. Like, just come over to our winning party. Uh, but the thing that is particularly asinine about this time, uh, uh, that tactic this time around, is that it's the liberals that are going to the conservatives. It's tons and tons of liberal voters are moving to conservatives because a, uh, again, the more O'Toole talks. The more people seem to like him and B, uh, Trudeau is despised for all of the reasons that we just went over. Uh, So Mm -hmm. it's it's so asinine to hear all these pundits say, like, NDP voters, like, we just need you this time, just like every other time when it's their house that is not in order.
3: I I think it's not working as well this time because the last election was so recently and they use like they obviously use the same tactic every time. But I saw so many people that I follow both on like Instagram, like people I know and Twitter, like people I don't know, saying last election like, oh, just this time, like vote for the liberals. And they're trying to say it again. But I'm seeing so many other people saying like, you just fucking said that and it didn't work last time. So like, fuck off. There's no way I'm doing it again. And also because like the Liberals are doing so poorly and the NDP are sort of gaining, I think a lot of people are actually more hopeful for the NDP this time. So I'm hoping that people don't do the stupid voting strategically thing. I will say, though, that mm-hmm. the NDP seems to have run a lot of the candidates quite slowly, which I don't think was super helpful I think they're not they're trying to not focus on um writings they don't think they'll win because I don't think they want to like waste the money in those writings like my parents writing where I can actually vote like the NDP guy wasn't announced until yesterday which was like the last day that Mm -hmm. you could have announced candidates and like he's obviously not gonna win but I was just like and I saw people talking about that on Instagram as well but there's just like a lot of writings where you can't really even vote NDP or like they just like didn't run someone so I don't know if people are hopefully going to like vote strategically in the way that like if you live in a riding where the NDP could actually win, then vote for them there. But sad. My, my guy is definitely going to get like five votes and I'm going to be one of them. So yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I think like what we could try to do is is turn this on on its head and be like, oh, well, like, look at your leader. Look how despised he is. Like uh, our, our boy Singh is uh the most likable the most popular of all of the leaders uh why don't you vote strategically and go orange mm-hmm. for the first time in your life mm-hmm. you know what have you got no to lose? uh bob ray of... but but
0: bob ray venezuela 120 <laughs> million dead eating rats condoms on yeah, pizza you
4: know how it is yeah communism <laughs> with no
2: iphone come on that's guys. right that's right <laughs> um Yeah, no, I I think this time around it's really interesting because the public discourse is actually straying further away from the idea of strategic voting, um, Mm -hmm. which I find fascinating. Uh, I think that's why the NDP is actually gaining a lot of steam is because people are now echoing the idea that it isn't necessarily a wasted vote. It is more so like a genuine vote that is representative of people in the country, Mm -hmm. Um, which is interesting because that is not the discourse that was around the last two elections uh, in which Trudeau has won. Um, So I I think that's interesting. Like people are moving away from the idea of strategic voting. And I think if the liberals do try to pull that with the NDP and the NDP voters, I don't think it's going to work. I really don't. I think think people are already convinced that, uh, you know, at least the people that aren't like swing voters or whatever, or rather people that don't want, the conservative government are uh kind of just like set where they want to be or uh I, it seems like it's a smaller group this time around whereas mm-hmm. before there was a lot of effort to kind of uh group those people together in order to like the whole campaign before in uh what was it i don't know it was it was essentially vote so harper doesn't get in right and that was the whole campaign. I think this time around, what the Liberals are going to do is they're going to look at the NDP campaign and try to siphon votes by uh, making exactly the same campaign promises in the in the upcoming weeks.
1: That's true, and they they did that a couple of years ago too. Yeah, like I I, I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't be surprised if the Liberals come out and they're like twenty thousand dollars in debt forgiveness, mm. and <laughs> like literally just like cherry picking <laughs> things that obviously work
1: in the other parties. And that honestly might work, right? Well, Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But like how many times are people going to fall for the same trick? You know, because we didn't see any of the the cherry picked NDP promises from the liberals in the last two years, especially during this fucking pandemic when people could have used as much help as they could could get, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. No.
2: And another thing, too, is that people kind of liked the idea of a government that was kind of held back by the opposition parties so or or rather needed approval from another party in order to get things done like the liberals and the NDPs this time around Mm -hmm. um and I think that's kind of like I see a lot of people talking about like you know majority governments in Canada are a bad thing which is very interesting Mm -hmm. um but then the same conversation comes up of why the fuck didn't Trudeau Uh, fulfill his campaign promise of getting rid of first past the post, right?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Remember when he got elected, he just said, actually, people don't want to do that. (laughs) It's like, well, everyone told you to do it. Yeah.
1: Then why are you the prime minister (laughs) if no one wanted it? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It was a big deal. A lot of people really wanted it.
2: Um, You know, and there's always going to be a group of people that don't care. But, you know, for for political idiots like us, it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. To have representative voting.
1: Well, Chance, why don't, why don't we we move to uh the fourth and final uh party? There are no other parties in Canadian politics. Uh, right. and talk about O'Toole and his conservatives. For sure.
2: So I've uh glossed over uh the Conservatives uh Canada's recovery plan, uh which Securing is the official, future. Yeah, which is their official uh campaign pamphlet rather and uh, it's the one with Aaron o'toole with his uh, big old titties out mm-hmm. mm. yeah that classic one we love oh yeah no i've got that pinned on my uh, ceiling <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's it's honestly kind of interesting because of how detailed it is when it comes to like campaign promises and stuff like that uh and which honestly is beneficial during a snap election because it makes you seem like you are more prepared for the case of like being actually elected right um like they have they cover pretty much everything in this um you know there's sections on mental health there's sections on um uh economic growth there's sections on covid and there's stuff about like the disabled and 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 uh dealing with that um Climate change is in this, uh, which is interesting. And all of it just sounds like something the liberals would have ran on before Trudeau. Literally Mm. everything, Uh, which is also very fascinating because it is not what you would expect from the conservative party here in Canada. A lot of this pamphlet is spending a lot of it Mm. Um, and as well as uh, doing like a wealth tax And like an investment property tax. And uh, but then there's also things like there's an investment. So like there's a property tax that's going to be increased. And then there's also an investment accelerator tax, which is there's a five percent investment tax credit for capital investments. Hmm. Uh, So like what they're doing is, again, similar to (laughs) what the liberals would have ran on. Um, and, and arguably still do run on just don't talk about it, which is that um, they have a, a very much a give and take model where it seems to be beneficial to both the middle class and the upper class in that um, you know, there's a lot of stuff about like benefiting landlords and people who own multiple properties. but at the same time, don't go too far because if you go too far, we'll we'll crack down on you. But there's, there's, like, leeway, right? The other interesting thing is that there is, like, two month-long programs that are um, proposed in this campaign. And that one of them is a, what was it, 75% rebate on food for a whole month uh, between the days of Monday and Wednesday. What? So, what? yeah so it'll that, be that's a month so long.
1: convoluted yeah they are running on a liberal platform that's <laughs> what i mean
2: no i'm, I'm telling you this is 100 percent just a, like a, a you know textbook liberal platform like, um, what the hell so like say it was like december like every single monday through wednesday you could hold on to your receipt to get a rebate at uh restaurants Oh, and that's like to, oh so they're trying to like, like stimulate small
3: like small businesses by getting people to yeah, go out more to, nights of the it's week to,
2: it's to they say it's to counterbalance the economy shutting down that's from COVID. so
3: weird <laughs> what the okay fuck?
2: the other one is a this, a 50 percent wage subsidy for the first six months of hiring a new hire uh oh. for about a year yeah, like so the this program is like, will run you for know, about they year. already
3: have that right yeah. now because of covid but right
2: now. Yeah. But they yeah. want to continue it. OK. Wild. Uh the the other month long program is that. Uh, oh, shit. What was it?
3: Is it the no sales tax for December so we can all yes, have Christmas presents? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yes, like that's the,
1: getting rid of a sales tax for a whole month. The first the first two that you said are, are interesting because it's just it's wealth transfer to small business owners. And yes. like to people who already like already own uh, they probably already own their home. They own this other separate property that they're running a business from. Uh, they have employees like, you know, not people who are destitute <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and but this this second this third one that you said, uh, I remember when this came out, I was really, really interested in this because it's like you could apply this logic to the other uh, two policies as well but it's not really a policy it's a mm. it's a sale it's like yes. oh like if you vote for me for for the month of December uh, it's like buy one get one free at Payless <laughs> Shoes you know like mm. it's insane and like it's so smart because like it adds this sense of urgency like oh I gotta make sure he gets in because I wanna make sure my Christmas presents uh, don't have sales start like, on them
3: 13% cheaper yeah, yeah exactly yeah.
1: like at that's money in people's pockets unlike with the liberals to be fair he's at least offering people something they can understand yeah <laughs> it's like what yeah. have the liberals offered you yeah yeah I saw like a lot of people saying like oh this is buck a beer like this is just a, like another like you know gimmicky ploy but it worked. buck a beer worked you fucking idiot (laughs) everyone liked it (laughs) and sure it didn't really happen but that's not the point
3: i like the conservatives platform of being like we're gonna be socially liberal whenever like we're gonna offer all these like tax breaks and like um we're gonna fund all these things but also we're gonna balance the budget within 10 years it's like what the how explain and also like I feel like they just say that because it will never happen and no one actually cares about the budget. People just every election yeah, go, just oh, no, the budget. Yeah. And then they're like we need to balance the budget and then everyone forgets about the budget because it doesn't matter. But like they can literally yeah. say all these things and this the same as the liberals would say. But then also just like, oh, yeah, we're also going to like we're the only ones that are going to like. Secure the future, quote unquote, and like save us all this money, but like they have yeah, like but nothing like, would indicate that they're going to. And do again, like secure so the future, but it. I'm
1: going to secure the future by again no lasting change in policy. It's all like patches and fixes, and like just a little bonus for you, like to vote for me. It's it's hard to like it's as close as you can legally a get to. Treat. I will pay you twenty dollars <laughs> if you vote for me. Yeah.
2: No. Definitely. Um, there's even here, like in the, the, the work section, it's a $1 per hour raise for working Canadians, which I never thought that they would even say. Uh, so someone making $20,000 per year, a $1 per hour raise now, $20,000 a year is of a relatively small amount of people. Um, and hopefully there's like leeway around that. (laughs) Like, you know, can you can you make more than twenty thousand dollars a year and still receive a, a raise? Or is it only if you make less than twenty thousand dollars a year? They don't really necessarily explain yeah, well, that. Well, They're going raise think the it, minimum like, wage
3: for like only people, but you have to like send them proof of your income yeah, and it, then like the, what they give a, you an extra dollar. <laughs> like, OK, I was going to
2: say it's not even a minimum uh wage raise. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah, like cause that's subsidy. something
1: concrete. <laughs>
2: yeah. But uh, the other so thing they want—they want to double the Canada workers' benefit um, of twenty-eight hundred dollars to five thousand dollars or something. Wow,
3: well, and,
2: and and um the other thing I see here, which is really interesting, is they want to launch
1: Super EI.
3: Ah, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I like
1: that again. <laughs> so I'm like, like I'm I'm gonna keep hammering home <laughs> on this. These are like they are just straight up using marketing tactics. Yeah. Uh, Like, oh, like at the same way you're at the gas station, like, oh, do you want regular or premium gas (laughs) like E.I. Mm -hmm. or super E.I.? It's the exact same shit. And liberals Mm -hmm. are unable to compete with that because like people are already sort of trained to think in terms of marketing and sales and products and stuff like this. Uh, So it just makes intuitive sense to people rather than like nonsense finance sheets and policy plans like liberals put out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and it says super. People here, like it because it says super. Yeah, it's super,
2: right? <laughs> EI uh, temporarily provides more generous benefits, so 75% of salary instead of 55% when a province goes into recession. Uh, well, EI, EI will return to normal levels once the recession is over. As evidenced by three months of job gains.
3: And when EI was actually being used by everyone, they're just like, oh, you're all stealing. You're all little bitches. Give me my money back. Like, yeah, And now yeah, they're yeah. like, never mind. You can have it. Like elections are well, so funny. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like
1: everyone, like, like you were saying this yesterday, everyone goes so far to the left than from wh- where they normally are. Uh, Oh, yeah, because it's it's a it's a winning strategy. Yeah, Yeah. but I think it's safe to say that if O'Toole becomes our uh, 200th prime minister or whatever, uh, none of this is going to happen. Mm. We might get the BOGO sale at Paylash's shoes, but I don't think that he has any policy rights over that.
2: Like they have a thing about protecting pensioners. And it just says Canada's conservatives will change legislation to ensure that pensioners have priority over corporate elites in bankruptcy or restructuring. Cool. But it just says they will change legislation. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't (laughs) actually like that. You're not actually really saying anything. Right. Like they in none of this, they are really saying um, like in, in some things they are. But then every once in a while you find like little tidbits where it's like, oh, you didn't actually let people know what you're doing. You just say, we're going to do it. It's going to it's just going to happen. Like we're not going to give you the details um, on how we're going to make this happen or what it actually will look like. It's just going to happen. Um, the other one is that they're going to make EI sickness benefit uh, jump up from 15 weeks to 52 weeks.
3: Damn. Well, so yeah,
2: they're really like, trying like, to. They're, they're just throwing money at people, which yeah, well, is uh, I, which I don't, is don't think they're throwing strategy.
1: money at people so much as they're throwing words on their website. Uh But all, all in all, I think O'Toole's in a pretty good spot right now, like despite the fact that like early videos of him that we were snickering at, like show him as like a void of charisma with the arguably dumbest PR team in the whole country. Um He's. You know, he's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing they're, all right.
3: they're going up every day. So, yeah, we'll we'll keep watching and we'll yeah, keep you updated like, in a few he, weeks. Like he's
1: in he's just he's in a really comfortable spot right now because all of these like formal liberal voters are jumping ship and docky paddling over to his doe faced freak mm-hmm. vibe. uh, And like, you know, he all he has to do is like say the nice things, say the right things. Uh, yeah, he said and, he was like, you know, pro abortion or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
3: Everyone must get an abortion if he gets elected. Exactly. So crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. But like, yeah. All he he has to do is safe. Just repeat liberal talking points over and over again. All these people will flock to him because they're tired of Trudeau, uh, and like the you know seventeen scandals that he's juggling at any given time. Uh, And he also knows that all of the far right sickos. Uh, That are protesting Justin's events and making Mm -hmm. it basically impossible for Trudeau to stump at all, which is, again, hilarious. Uh, They're all going to vote for him anyway. They're voting for O'Toole. I'm sure a few of them will vote for the PCC or whatever, or PPC, whatever, PNC, who's to say. Uh, But, Mm -hmm. like, they're they're not, like, the smart ones are going to vote conservative because they know that conservatives are actually going to win. And uh, you know all the other options suck. A uh, policy doesn't really work. And he's but,
2: he's targeting uh, indigenous voters as well. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's something like like over fifty percent of indigenous voters want to vote conservative this time around. Holy and, shit, and, uh, really?
3: that's crazy. What and heck? I was
2: looking, I was looking at the uh, like why that might be. Like I'm looking at their their campaign. Uh, promises here and it's really extensive what they're doing about saying like um what they're going to do specifically with reserves and you know drinking water is obviously there mental health is there um introducing a stability to urban indigenous assistance is there so making sure that like people who might not be necessarily status and living on reserves get the same benefits as people who are the other one is like internet on reserves um which is very interesting Mm -hmm. they want high speed internet by 2025 um they also have like a specific one for like northern indigenous people um double the residency deduction uh in the north uh implement northern housing strategy like it's very extensive right
3: what is also unfortunate about this whole election is then like the liberals and the conservatives are, one of them is going to win and neither of them are talking remotely about stopping fossil fuels. So RIP to the world. We are all going to die.
0: Yeah, we're all in <laughs> middle. Very a- fun. <laughs> it's cool knowing that we're now all middle aged.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have a crisis.
1: But yeah, anyway, but our midlife crisis is, you know, spending fifty dollars on a video game that's not on sale on Steam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's 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 my big spending. Yeah. Is when I pay full price for something. But uh, yeah, does anyone else have anything to say about uh, this so-called election? I will tell you, uh, I'm I'm going to vote for whoever promises to stop the thing
0: I'm going to talk about to end off our show. But <laughs> does anybody have anything to say before I get to that?
2: Uh, I I I just like I don't trust any of these motherfuckers. No, I'm gonna say it. I trust you know, May. That's my <laughs> she's got nothing to lose. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I you know it. This is all elections do is make marketers a ton of money. Like some 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 marketing team is hmm. making bank off of this.
3: <laughs> um, Good for them. Yeah, glad they're doing someone's a great having job. fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, it's a booming economy that's all i got
0: well speaking of a booming economy we talked a little bit about the gentrification of kingston more mm-hmm. in depth a few few weeks ago but the latest development quite literally on the inter- ongoing intended gentrification of kingston is maybe the dumbest one yet so we talked about how Prison for Women was purchased by Dornacamp Camp Construction, who want to turn it into, like, a bougie, like, old person home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a PR blast from Dornacamp Camp Construction, posted just about 15 hours ago. We've had quite a bit of tension this week regarding the Kingston sign at the Kingston Coal Dock, where we hope to welcome Great Lakes cruise ships in 2022. We are working with Tourism Kingston on the Cruise Ship Project. Do you guys know what the coal dock is?
3: Well, I know they're building a deep water uh, dock for cruise ships like on the marina, but I don't know where the coal docks are.
0: So the coal docks are out behind Rockwood Asylum. Oh my God. What is with these people? So Rockwood Asylum, just a quick little uh, catch up for people who may not know. It was built in the mid 1800s to serve as a quote home for the criminally insane. Uh, Built in 59 and finished in 1862, uh, they housed over 300 patients, many of which who were treated in, well, deplorable ways, as you'd imagine, given that it was an asylum in the early to mid-1800s. They also held women on the property as well. Do you know where the women stayed? They stayed in horse stables next to the uh, asylum itself. Fucking hmm. hell. They also, all uh, patients there were required to wear uh, essentially jumpsuits that said the word lunatic on them, and they were treated oh my by using God. coral hydrate and alcohol as a form of pacification. Uh, they were also subjected to uh, being restrained, blistered, using leeches, given forced enemas, bloodletting, and of course, uh, what's the word for it? Yeah, lobotomies. So they would take a drill yeah. and perform numerous lobotomies on the populations there they would also expand their quote spectrum of uh mental health disorders to include lepers and promiscuous women
3: oh my god this facility
0: operated for 100 years from 1859 to 1959 and then they built newer buildings on site rebranded it a bit and it remained open until 2000 it actually closed around the same time as prison for women so, Rockwood mm-hmm. Asylum is still standing. It's actually just west of Kingston Penitentiary. And if you go there now, you'll see at the very back, there's that same Kingston sign that you find down sta- downtown where you're supposed to stand and be no the eye. I'm 100% <laughs> serious. I will, <laughs> oh send, my God. I will send the picture to the group chat right <laughs> That's now. That's got to be the
1: thumbnail for this episode. That's so It cute. is one of, I was
0: shocked. Also, from an environmental standpoint, obviously hosting cruise ships in fucking Kingston is disastrous for mm-hmm. yeah. the waterfront and just for
1: the city in general. But oh, seeing this, looks this horrible.
2: made me Like, what is it with these so rich
1: developers and wanting to, like, build things on the most haunted places in the country? <laughs> now, I
0: will say, if you hear this episode and you want to do something about that sign, bear in mind that Rockwood has hourly security uh, patrols. Just keep that in mind. No, I'm not telling yeah. you to do anything, but just keep that in mind. Just letting you know, every oh, hour, this is fucked. About five minutes after the hour, they have security patrols.
3: That man, alive! Damn, cool, that man.
0: is wild. This is so, an
3: insane photo. What the yes. fuck? Yeah. Oh my I, god!
0: I saw that today, and I went, <laughs> "Jesus fucking Christ!"
3: What's wrong is- with them?
1: That yeah, that is incredible. Man, I just like. I'm going to pose there in full Joker okay, makeup. Okay, but this
3: says, this says, like, so they're going to put the sign in this, like, insanely haunted asylum, which, yes. if you're looking at it right now, it's just, like, a scary concrete old asylum building, and then mm-hmm. they say, next steps, add more color to the space. Like, what the fuck? You're going to paint it pink, and it's going to be, like, cute now?
4: <laughs> so so what's write interesting. Red rum, red rum. <laughs> it's like, right. I, don't,
0: I don't know if they own the site, but, like, Rockwood is just abandoned. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally just a derelict, abandoned site. So yeah. are they going to tear it down or are they going to choose the funniest possible approach and just leave this, you know, <laughs> yeah, monument all the people are getting off
3: these massive cruise ships and just like walking into Kingston and it's literally just like an abandoned like asylum. That's cool. I think we should leave it. Yeah, I
1: think they should leave it.
3: Um, I,
0: I'm assuming they're going to. I feel like it's a similar thing to P4W where you probably can't tear down a lot of those buildings because they're from yeah, the 1850s. That's true. So this I'm, city is the dumbest fucking place in the world. They
1: all of the fat tourists from Toronto there like Ellis Island. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Honestly, any American Assign visitors, them a Kingston name.
0: Yeah. It's one of the worst cities in Canada. I think Kingston will quickly shoot up the rankings to become Canada's most evil city.
3: Yeah, man. Like, no one Easily. E- has a brain cell who makes decisions for the city. It's so, insane.
0: My plan is hopefully... Because you know Mark Gerritsen doesn't care. Hopefully the NDP MP can actually win an election here. And I will be petitioning them to an insane degree. In fact, on the first day when they plan on letting guests come off the cruise ship, I plan to be there. <laughs> because I <laughs> yeah. cannot abide by this shit. This I, drives me I'm so going fucking insane. I'm going to
1: insane. be there uh, wearing spooky makeup.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and A lunatic chains <laughs> I'm going to handcuff myself to the K sign and just like shit all over the place like i'm going <laughs> to drop my pants and
1: just I'll shit dress all up, over the dock. i'll dress
2: up like uh jared leto well, in, we uh, should do like a suicide suicide
1: Scooby-Doo Squad. villain style wear, plot wear to the lunatic
3: this. suit and then sneak onto the cruise ship and then when they leave yes. to go down the saint go lawrence you, you literally go just ship. like scare everybody at night i love this <laughs> this is, <laughs> is so
1: good Yeah, we are going to do a scooby-doo style plot uh to destroy this cruise ship and its business <laughs> So just remember, if you're involved,
0: if you're (laughs) motivated by hearing about this Kingston sign, just remember it's on the site of Rockwood Asylum. You definitely shouldn't go there, especially about 10 minutes after the hour. If you want to see the sign yourself, especially late at night, Uh, it's covid. So wear a mask and you know what? Uh, Wear wear whatever's comfortable to you. I recommend dark clothes. Just, you know,
2: it's uh, that's that's the look that's in right now. And there isn't um, blogs online that tell you when security comes by. Yeah, no. Uh, whatever you do, just make sure
0: that you don't go to Freaktography.com, Rockwood Asylum for the Criminally Insane. Just don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Yeah. That'd be bad. Don't get any information on how you can enter the grounds. Just trust me. It's not worth it. So definitely no. don't go to Freaktography.com. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. Oh, apparently well, an official photo shoot for the marketing campaign will take place next month. Until then, efforts will be made to beautify the
3: space. I love beautifying. Yeah, know.
2: beautification is good.
0: Yeah, not gentrification, beautification. That's right. It's a key difference. We beautify the downtown by asking people not to panhandle and turning them into mailboxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: they really are going to turn that asylum into like a bunch of condos with exposed brick and it's going to be so yes. fun. Mm.
2: They're going to oh do Fort God. Fright there. Yeah, honestly, <laughs>
0: probably not long.
3: That would be actually so scary. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, it's
0: fucked
2: up.
3: Anyway, we will keep everybody updated with the election and with the cruise ships. Yeah. And we're excited to be back. So, yeah. Thank yeah.
1: Thank you guys for it. I'm we're not, glad why, why, to have Why you am back. I
3: thanking you for having me? I, this is my podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, <laughs> thank you, no. listeners, for having me back. Well, no, Jesse's got do. the longevity record here.
2: Yeah. So. All right. Me and Jesse actually made a deal, and me and Jesse have 50-50 split on the shares of the Damn podcast. It. That is true.
1: Damn it. You have the longevity record now, but when, when you're uh, brutally killed in a horrific wrestling accident,
4: then God, <laughs> at can't at wait. Like
1: 30, then we'll, we will keep the show
0: going for the record, last year. We have sold 100% of the shares to Megan, but, but uh, <laughs> the express purpose I is so again. that you cannot have any. All it's, right, it's yeah, show yeah, to so keep Megan show now. So Megan from Dean, take us out with one of those trademark funny voices. Stop! <laughs> I knew you
3: were gonna ask. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye bye.
4: Oh, there it is. Bye. bye. Oh man, I missed that. Yeah, miss that was that. fun.